ladies and gentlemen, this is a warning. To protect people listening to the Gag Me With A Knife podcast, listeners with nerve or heart conditions are advised to cover their ears whenever they feel like this is the movie they should watch for a night in. Well, hey guys, it's your favorite final boy and girl, Alex and Emily, again coming at you in a brand new episode of Gag Me With A Knife, a weekly podcast where we dissect, disembowel, and shred the best and worst slasher movies. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about 1982's Boarding House. And as always, Emily has the original and priceless VHS copy, but as a bonus, she has a later edition of the VHS and a DVD. All of the synopses are a little bit different and pretty intriguing. So, like, Emily, let's hear what all these boxes say so um yes this is a shot on shittio so uh, and we all can see that from the movie <laughs> the um first one i'm gonna read the back of is the original paragon paragon video productions back of the box intrigue and suspicion breed in the sinister environment can a house be alive and have a personality of its own of course not <laughs> At least that's what the beautiful girls thought before they answered an ad that seemed too good to be true. The final mm-hmm. conflict will confirm the delicate balance of creation at the boarding house <laughs> <laughs> of creation. All right. Part two. This is a 1989 VHS edition from Star Classics. This one's this one's the best. Yes. <laughs> A group of beautiful young women are boarders in a huge mansion. Then, one by one, they each meet mysterious and horrifying deaths. Definitely not for the squeamish or weak of heart. That's it. Okay, thanks. Thanks. So, and then this last one is um, the new special edition that just came out. With and that's the, the one that I think I own, right? Yes, you do own it. Okay. And it, it has the the regular version and it has a director's cut that's over two hours long. But um, this almost, does have... Almost, almost three hours long. Yeah, this one does have the best, um, you know, synopsis on the back, though. Yeah, the most, like, probably the most, like, non-trashy and actual, like, legitimate please buy me and watch me synopsis. Or not even that, just like, hey, this makes sense. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. at all. So, yeah, um, read that one. Yeah. Once you move in, you don't move out. The Hoffman House has... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at this picture. The Hoffman House has what, what, what one would call a haunted history. Shattered after a series of mysterious deaths in the early 70s, it is 10 years later, and Jim Royce, Hawk Adley from Terror on Tour, another shitty movie... Mm-hmm. A relative and clairvoyant has reopened his inheritance as a boarding house for young women. But beware, the dark forces are not to be trifled with. Trifled. Murder? I would use trifling to, like, you know, (laughs) talk about somebody. I've done it recently. But anyway, not to be trifled with. Murder (laughs) and mayhem soon return and no one, and we mean no one, is safe. Slasher slash video, I guess that's the company, presents Boarding House, directed by and starring John Wintergate. Okay, his name on this is spelled J-O-H-N-N. No, it's, it's two. actually it's I know, but it's really not spelled like that. It's really spelled with one N. Um, oh. and he's and he's also credited as Hawk as uh as 
Hawk Adley in the movie before. Ugh. Anyway, um, and co-starring Alexandra Day, Double Heat. She was also in Terror on Tour, and her name, she she has a one name. Like uh, Kalua or something. It, yeah, it's a Kalisa or Kalasi. Whatever we were all we hey we were uh, we, we yeah. combined and our powers combined. I like how they're naming. Okay, they named two more: Joel Riordan, who was in A Price of Gold, and Brian Bruderlin, Bruderlin. who was in Venice Beach. Who cares? Who cares? Okay, no, so this came out in 1982. It is the first shot on Shudio movie. What are your thoughts? Okay, okay. That's the longest intro. I mean, like, we've I think had. our listeners are already being like, what is this episode going to be about? Like, what's happening? So, okay. So, everybody bear with me. So, I do have a few things to say. Then I'll pass this ball over. Wait, before uh, you do that, I know you don't want me to do this, but before you do that, I think that those three boxes really just sum it all up. Like, it sums up the insanity of all of this. It does kind of sum up all the insanity because, like, yeah. you really, like, you can't sum it up. Okay, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, because, like, yeah. like, so, like, but, like, for real, for real, like, to start off, this is, like, <laughs> this was, like, watching an 80s porno with, like, no actual nude sex scenes. First well, they were well, you never saw like penetration and oral sex or any of that. Like it was like, you know, every scene could be a precursor to like getting busy, I think. Um, and then I can like only I could only assume that this movie was the baby of mass, mass amounts of cocaine, like like tons of coke. <laughs> so, I mean. With that being said, I can't say I hated this movie. Unlike my husband, who like got up after 30 minutes, walked out of the room, started <laughs> taking his clothes off, going to bed, and my and angry. And my initial fear was he's going to call a lawyer in the morning and divorce me for putting him through this. And we know that I've made him watch some shit. Okay, but okay, but then. Yeah, I, this is. <laughs> but then I, I can't say I liked it either. It's just like a movie that consists of like scenes, but really no plot. So it's it's wild, and I do think people should watch this at least once. But I'm not sure if it's a rewatchable movie. Like I think this is one of those movies I might put back on, wanting to love it for its weird shit behavior and premise and potential, but then realize within like. 20 minutes i can't love it but then i just finish it anyway so then of course i'm gonna repeat this cycle until i die and then <laughs> I, I think this amateur porn like acting or sorry but then like you know i think this amateur porn like acting and shitty quality and low budget of the movie and what you 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 mentioned you know shot on shittyo first on shittyo you know this was the first horror movie to be shot on video after the, uh, John Winter I think the first movie No well you know George Lucas was kind of teetering on porno also so. and porno but the this is 100% the first horror movie to be shot on video um but that's the reason it does work i think if they had a budget with good actors and tried to do this properly cuz this is the early 80s you know where where you expect horror and slashers to like be 
thriving in their like uh, critical acclaimed nuance, whatever you have it. But um, no, if they'd done this that way, this would have been devastating and brutally horrid. Ay, ay, ay. I mean, okay, so as bizarre as my review is, I'm sure we're going to continue <laughs> getting into how bizarre the movie is. But like, before we do that, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Okay. I did watch it a lot earlier than you did. I, I remember I rented it from Hastings. Um, I thought we watched it together because of the girls, girls, girls. Um, and I've not found that in one trailer. So, uh, however, it's, oh, I did. I, it's hard. It's hard to put into words. I have watched it about three times. It is a cocaine. It's it's not a, okay. I would say cocaine fantasy, but it's there's no fantasy about it. Um, <laughs> it's like it's like it's like in those movies, like in Boogie Nights, or you know the movies where like I'm not trying to compare it to Boogie Nights, but you know like what there's always the downfall, the co- the cocaine downfall. Oh, the boogie in nights movies. scene is a very you're, 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 the you're, whole you're movie is the cocaine downfall, but like, I but it's you. but it looks real. It looks yes. like it's the real cocaine downfall. Yes, I mean that dude is sweating the whole time. I mean he's cocaine sweating the whole time, and his eyes yeah. are like ginormous. So, for people who haven't seen this movie, I'm gonna go a little bit into it just because. I, well, I guess first of all, I'll say I, you know, I think. <laughs> I think you should watch it once. It's it. You will not believe it unless you see it. We can talk all day about how crazy it is, but until you actually see the movie, you won't. There's no way that you could possibly understand how insane this movie is. Facts. Facts. So, okay. I am going to go into, you know, the summary a little bit because it is such an insane movie. I think that it's important to at least have, you know, some cohesive idea for you guys to like, uh, have any idea of anything. (laughs) Okay. So, so this dude and his wife that in the seventies that are into the occult and telekinesis and they have a daughter, they buy this house on Mulholland drive. They end up dying at their anniversary party and their their daughter who's 13 years old and is her name is Debbie which they say from the beginning mm-hmm. she witnesses it she witnesses their death which was ruled a double suicide uh, but how uh, they don't ever say how uh, so okay double suicide which is a hard thing to do anyway and then they don't even tell you how so Romeo and Juliet did it bitch okay but you know how oh <laughs> well um, so she was, she, wait, so you're saying Shakespeare's better than John Wintergate? Oh, I don't know about that, but, um, <laughs> so Debbie, the daughter, the 13 year old daughter, she's, she has, she's been sent to a, to a mental hospital because <laughs> she suffered a nervous breakdown. Right. So there's another couple that buys the house and dies. And I think that's where the garbage disposal death, isn't there a garbage disposal death or a blender death, something like that. Yes. Um, so. Oh, and we're yes, yes. No, but my favorite one is okay. So 
these other people, they die living in the house. Then there's just this scene of this. You find out kind of who he is later, but you have to make a lot of assumptions um, of just this guy falling into a pool. That's and how that's, the movie starts. That's before the, that's before the garbage. Is that's not, but that's not the Hoffman that that's supposed to be. That's Herman. Jim Royce's uncle. Or, yeah, or Herman, Herman. Yeah, it's Herman, Herman. Yeah. But he does. It doesn't even look like he drowns. He literally just falls into the pool. He falls into the pool and it's like. Yes. I mean, I, okay, I assume that he had a heart attack. I, or, I was trying to. Or, I, I was just trying to make sense of it. Telekinesis. Ooh. I mean, yeah, but I, I mean, I was like, the only way this would make sense. Whatever. I don't know why I was. You trying can't. To don't even think it's a heart attack. So he was like grabbing his throat when he was in the pool, and I'm like, and we also we also don't even know what year it is, and and you know what I wrote? I really don't care. So. Um, <laughs> They're just all they're doing with this is just setting the stage for who inherits the house. Yes, which is um, Jim Jim Royce. So he he inherits it in 1982, which is funny that they made it in. It, I mean, they said it was 1982 when they they filmed it in 81, but uh, I digress. Um, they're trying to be futuristic and and on and like you know I think quote unquote ahead of the game and again they were knowing that this is the first horror movie I think shot on Shidio as you said and they were ahead of the game at, for that I mean that's pretty fucking iconic oh and by the way um, I know there are going to be some people out there that are going to say no it's not Blood Cult's the first one no it's not Sledgehammer's the first one okay well guys no it's not it's this one okay it's literally boarding house Blood, Blood, Cult, was, Blood Cult was actually um, promoted as being the first one, but that was a lie. They did that as like a gimmick to promote the movie. And then Sledgehammer, some people think is, and it's not. So just FYI, oh. this really is. So listen to us here on Gag Me With The Knife podcast. I mean, I know this for a fact. I will Emily me, so. knows her shit. Yes. So, okay, Jim Royce, he's, he's a, he inherits this house and he wants to open it as a boarding house, which he really just wants to open it as a brothel. He wants to, not a as a, not, no, not a harem. Brothel. He, a harem. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to like, <laughs> he doesn't want to pimp them out. So he wants them for himself. It's a harem. So, um, yeah. So he, he says he puts out an ad and it's attractive females only that are single. <laughs> and, and one of the women in, is, is real in real life. His wife, Victoria, Victoria's is, uh, you know, Khaleesi. that's her. That's her name in the movie. But Kalis, Kalasi, whatever. <laughs> uh, the who, cares? who cares? So <laughs> she ends up being a big part of the movie. But there, so there's, yeah. there's Victoria, Sandy, Susie, Cindy, Gloria, Pam, and Terry. At and first, oh. at first, at first. For no logical reason, Jim has an obsession with telekinesis and the occult. Uh, why? Because it's not like his. It's not like his uncle. Or it, I have a reason. I, I think I know why. <laughs> why? Because he likes to sit around in leopard thongs. I don't know. No. So okay. So we skipped a little no, bit of he, the movie because he's into telekinesis before he gets the house. So it's not the house making him. But we've it. skipped a little bit of the movie too. Well, I mean that doesn't. So, matter. so everything that Emily has just told you. Well. Right before where the girl where he gets the house and the girls are coming into the house, it's like 
Well, first of all, first of all, I just need to back he's up. Talking to like, his law, he's talking. He's like in his office. I need to back doing, up even before then. What was even this, his job? I mean, when, did we even know what his job is? I he's just don't in know. an he's just in an office, like sitting and like meditating, and he's then like his guru. his random know. lawyer comes in, who is actually I, his real lawyer in real life. I think he's into real estate. I don't really know that, but but, but before all of this happens, just we just like literally. What Emily read at the very um, – or, or how she spoke at the very beginning, oh, before, right. this Go movie, ahead. before this movie starts, they just flash – Oh, yeah. Let, let's talk about that since, since if you haven't seen it, that made no sense. They yeah. Like I didn't – because, you know, this is the, the ladies 80s. and gentlemen, the ladies and gentlemen, you will be warned of that, that, that whole thing. Yeah. So, you know – I don't know if this was a real thing. I, I guess it wasn't. Um, but it was. It a was a gimmick in the '50s that people would do, and not this specifically. This is they didn't ever have horror vision. That's what this is called. Uh-huh. But they, but there were some, and they didn't do it like with like really great movies. But like in the '50s, they would have these gimmicks where they, you know, it's like. Uh, like scenes would spiral and it was supposed to hypnotize you. I mean, it was just these little gimmick things that they would use gotcha. in war movies. It, so, it, yeah. so, so it kind of works in this. Well, sorry, the introduction kind of works based on the way this uh, movie plays out. Cause they're like, Hey, if you have a heart condition or nerve warnings, blah, 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 here's a warning. And it's like, if you see this and it's like this black gloved hand and a fist with like a neon swirl with this like synth music, it's like to let you know a violent scenes about to happen. And they're basically like beyond the times being like, Hey, trigger warning, even though this isn't really triggering at all. Um, so that happens at, at the very first then yeah, get- it says it says if you hear okay, it says uh, if you have nerve or heart conditions, uh, when you see this and it's like this psychic, it, the background psychedelic, but it's Coked the black blood, yes. or you hear this sound, <laughs> then you know turn away or whatever because so, you'll probably yeah. you'll probably die. So then it's like super psychedelic and you're like what? Okay, maybe and it's, and it's called horror vision. And then it goes right into the title screen, and I'm just oh I'm, no, it goes. I think one of the first scenes is um oh it goes into where it's typing. No no no, this is before that. It goes into the title screen where it says boarding house, and it looks oh, like someone yeah. just pours out pancake batter and lets it like drip drop, and then like it. Like, or pig intestines. And then snaps, and then it turns red, and because I got bored with the – so I'm not eating pancakes for a while. So then my next question, Emily, what you just mentioned, it's like what are these opening credits? Am I watching The Matrix? Why are they typing in like Times New Roman Courier? What is happening? And while all this is going on, this is still not – but this is still before your like you know I say quote unquote synopsis because while this is all happening, this is like the typing of like – the cast, the producer, all these things. And in the background, there is this girl, and she is moaning. And it is 1,000 and billion percent from porno. She sounds even worse. Sorry for any of our straight list, straight male listeners. She sounds even more horny and thirsty and wet than Kim Kardashian with Ray J being like, oh, my, my pussy is so wet. Stop it. You don't you know talk talking about, about them. No, do but not that, talk about them. But is that not what it's, this girl is like? Ah, I, I will say that my ah, favorite, uh, early, early in the movie is the scene that was actually <laughs> filmed at a church, but it's supposed to be the, the hospital. I think that's my favorite scene. 
I just, oh, yeah. uh, just side note. You were, and we're about to, we're almost there. So after this girl, and I, 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 I assume she's dying or someone's dying, but it literally sounds like Queen Kim K on her ingenue days. Let me fix someone else. No, she's the only one that says, Oh, she's the only one. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but then the whole, then it goes into this compete. Like we're watching, like then it turns into war games. Is that that movie with Matthew Broderick war games? Um, where, I they're don't know. Ty- where basically what Emily had just said earlier, they're typing out like letter by letter and like literally this whole shot to video and is already like, Hey, in your version, was he narrating over it? Because there's a version yes. where he narrates over it because the version, the, um, the Paragon one, um, he did not narrate over it. The one that I have. Okay. So they're typing. Then I hear a narration, but the yeah, narration, see, mine didn't have that. Mine didn't have the narration. But the narration. All, oh, that's weird. But my narration was a double narration. Somebody was like whispering the words and then he says them like it's no, so I remember. I remember seeing that. it. Well, I mean, I have all those versions now, but I remember seeing that in the one when I was like younger and like got it from Hastings. But it was not in this Paragon one. It probably wasn't. That might be a different one. Yeah, because like, and then they like double narrate it. It's super, super weird. And yeah, I just had to read everything, and I, I was upset. And it's interesting <laughs> that that is John Wintergate's voice. Yes. Yeah. Um, but he sounds like a goddamn speak and say. Hello, I am here to tell you a story. Right? Tell well, me. Right? Yeah, he's trying to sound like uh, like the Matrix. Maybe he's, but maybe he's, but maybe his coke and telekinesis. He really is like. Before I mean, times. Well, I mean, so, yeah. So then, and if you, this okay, was your so favorite, we were, no, we were stuff. Into, we were at for no logical reason. He has an obsession with telekinesis and the occult. Why? Oh, oh, well, well, I was just going back to the beginning of things. I think that his 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 obsession is because he is the inheritor of this house where a famous occultist and telekinetic family kind of like had this tragedy. But how many people really knew about that? Because they didn't really act like the, they, they knew that like all these people had died, like living there, but like no one really seemed to care enough to stop moving in there. He wanted pussy more than he cared about plot holes. But I, well, I mean, but he got it from his uncle who like, why did his uncle live there? I, why did his uncle live there? Well, why did the people? Why did the people that live before it there? Because there were there's another couple before the Hoffmans or after so the Hoffmans. The the couple after the Hoffmans that died were his aunt and uncle. No, it wasn't. There was yeah, a they couple. Were. No, no, there wasn't. There was a, there was a couple in between. Well, we only saw one couple. No, you don't. You see one more. There's a there's the you How don't did they see die? you don't uh, one of them is a like a garbage disposal. That's the one that's married. No, to. no, I promise you. There's, oh, the, there's so, the Hoffmans, and there's another couple. Uh, there's another couple that buys the house and dies, and then Herman Royce buys it after them. So, did we see Herman Royce die? Yes, he's the one that falls in the pool. So, so th- th- that's what I'm saying. They did it out of order. They, they, oh, yes, okay. they, he yeah. falls in the pool and dies before the garbage is supposed or to maybe it's, or maybe it's not supposed to be him. And we, like, who knows? But uh, that's what I assume. Well, but I know for, but I do know for a fact that there was someone in between. We could make that, we could make that make sense into the fact that while this movie makes no sense, they were just showing us a hodgepodge of shit 
And the people that we well, saw that's died, what the whole movie is. So. Maybe they weren't related at all, and they were just showing. We do know that he inherits this house, so maybe these people we see aren't related to him, and they're just well, these. We people do that know. Well, we do know that he inherited it from his uncle Herman. Yeah. So we just but don't know who people that died. The on. other people. The other people had no relation. Nothing. As, yeah. But. So, of you telling the story of what happens and before this whole house is even purchased. I love the, the hospital scene. It's yeah. so bad. It's my favorite scene in the movie. Okay. Well, my, one of mine. So you tell it. Woo. Let's hear it. Well, I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, what, one thing that I think is funny is that the preacher, there was, it was filmed in a, in a church and there the preacher is randomly in the shop because he just walks out of the door while the two people are talking outside of the the church that's yeah. supposed to be a mental hospital <laughs> he's just in the shot <laughs> so they go in and um and you know you kind of almost have high hopes for it at this point because it's not you know it's not going to be great but like the deaths are pretty cool oh my the God, the, the nurse yeah, the nurse died. Uh, she, she, what? I can't. She, I, listen, you took so long to watch this that I, I, I watched it like a week and a half, like two weeks ago. Okay, so, okay, so do you want me See, to I watched you? it two weeks ago and it took Alex a while to watch this. It, so. took, it took me and my husband almost divorcing for me to rewatch it and then for me to <laughs> must up the courage to do it again. And I did it this morning at 7 a.m. I was bright and early before work. You know what? I love Jeff and I don't want him to hate me because of boarding house. <laughs> but you were preparing you were kept telling me i told you i know you, i i times I, I, times I, you're like he's gonna no, hate us i i told and i told you that too i was like you, yeah, no, you me, yeah. and you, you were like it'll be fine i'm like no you don't understand How? you're gonna hate this alex well, like you kept telling me that i swear and, we I, and I was like not only are up, you gonna hate this but jeff is gonna die you just kept telling me i swear we watched this and i'm like honey i swear we didn't i know and I, I kept saying i kept apologizing like i'm so sorry did. yeah so so i sent you video clips of him storming storming away <laughs> and he was just like oh he was so this bad is i'm going to bed fuck this i'm never again watching and now this. he hates me now now i have no now he jeff, doesn't no jeff is my best friend um but so, uh so, so i did happened? get a lot of, i did get a lot of videos of you laughing hysterically so. oh my god i probably had them i'm sure i do um okay so you, she's like yeah so it's this hospital it's like, there's a there's like a nurse, a nurse and an orderly. And it's, it's, it's a nurse and an orderly and they're like he's like he like puts his hand on her shoulder and he's like come on we got this Okay, I think he wants to date her and she's not into it. That's the vibe I got. But. That's the vibe. I, he was creepy and he was, she was, yes. And it could have been the, yes, bye. So anyway, she goes in, they go in, they're doing, the, the, what are the things? All this stuff. Then you start to get the vibe of, wow. I'm not really sure why this scene even happens. Well, to show us the acting's terrible and the cameras are terrible. But why, but why, but there, maybe Debbie, maybe Debbie was in, oh, I bet oh, you Debbie, no, I bet no, you no, Debbie's no, in Debbie, that no. hospital. Oh, you're probably. <gasps> we'll get. To, we'll come back. Debbie's to why this in the, is... Debbie's in the mental institution. That's oh my the mental god! Institution oh, that's right. In. That's yeah. right. We don't know this. Well, we do know this from the text that. Well, the yeah, daughter, we know from the text. Yeah, she had a nervous of, breakdown she, after she saw her parents die, or after she supposedly saw her parents die, she got sent to a mental hospital, and I guess that's supposed to be the mental hospital. Oh, uh, you know what? I watched this morning, and I'm just not putting that together. So anyway, the opening scene, and it, and. It, it all what you just said totally makes it, it does make this full circle. This is a movie you have to talk about with people. So we and see it the shouldn't nurse. be. <laughs> we <laughs> we you see the never nurse. have to talk about this movie with anyone. We see this nurse go into this room and like all of like 
a sudden <laughs> it's like wait, who dies first the boy or the girl the girl and i also want to say that the um color like the colors in the hospitals it reminded me a lot no no they reminded me a lot of the color scheme in the hospital in last slumber party like everything was very and maybe i'm thinking of it wrong but in my mind I, i feel like it was very neon neon and yes no that makes sense i thought you meant like Oh, when the deaths? But the, de- yes. Yeah, so, no, no. I was just talking about, like, the basic, like, look of it. The basic, yeah, yellow, neon, greeny, yellow, yeah. So, so we see this girl, and all, well, first of all, all we hear is someone in a dire need of a septoplasty, and we're like, what is going on? This is, like, three minutes into the movie, and all you hear is... <sighs> I was well, I thought I was watching Redneck Zombies because that's how that movie starts. Right. So I guess breathing in real loud, real loud Lamaze patterns and opening and closing your fist. I, 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 I could, I could, uh, I could, it, I would die happy if I never had to hear someone breathe heavy again. Oh my God! Please, thank you. My my husband finally, goddamn, in September got a septoplasty, and my life has been. God, I need to get one of those. <laughs> Cause Cause I, store, remember, I, I store like a motherfucker now. Um, yeah. So, so you're this breathing and this nurse is acting real weird all of a sudden. And all of I a mean, sudden, everyone, and by the way, everyone in this movie is a mouth breather. It's just a fact. Yeah. But, but she puts a noose around her neck, takes, rips her clothes off. Like, she's doing like, this, this to herself. You, we well, she is what i'm saying is she's doing it to herself but something's making her I was do gonna it. Say, she rips her clothes yeah. off so in front of her is this fist opening and closing it's pulsing with a black glove yeah, and so all you know, hear is we know you look hear, away all you, you hear is <laughs> and she's like ripping her clothes off and she's about to take her bra off and then she while all this is going on she puts a noose around her neck and hangs herself so by then, the then death. The orderly's death i liked and they the use real pig, and they use real pig intestines in this scene oh so the orderly's death it, so i think right, they use them in board in the and that's why i think they use them in the the boarding like the title screen but that was clearly cartoon though okay well it, yeah you're right okay that was no that was like a claymation but okay. claymation yeah it was it was bogus so i liked then, it kind of you know for right the- after he makes but right after the killer is like breathing lamaze giving birth fisting its fist in the air fist in the earth goddess air goddess then the, the killer goes to the orderly that we see does the exact same thing and he like rips his shirt open and like coincidentally pulls intestines out of his pants shirt that's like tucked in but as emily said they're real pig intestines which is really fucking cool it was really gory like and to disgusting. see like it was really disgusting and gory and i mean if you had to be the person doing it i'm saying yeah so it was anyway after all of this now we're back at the point where Someone is buying this house. Like, well, he's not buying it. He's uh, he's talking to his lawyer. Oh, he's inheriting. inheriting. Yeah. Oh God! And when he's talking to his and his lawyer, his lawyer was actually a real lawyer. He was not an actor, so that well, that 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 makes sense. But before his lawyer walks in, I just wrote my here's here's my straight up notes. I can't stand this main douche. I think his name might be Jim. His mesh purple bikini briefs, his crystal New Age necklace. Or leopard how, print. The leopard print ones are the worst. That's coming. 
but his where his where his bush would come out was mesh and it was a thong. It was weird. And then I wrote, or how his eyes bulge when he practices telekinesis. Um He's so gross. He's so Cre- he's, he's nasty. He's. I'm like. He's, I'm just. Well, and, and 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 then that's only made apparent based on how his actions are later. No, I'm, it isn't. He was. He already looks like a nasty little well, piece of shit I'm pervert. Say so you look like a nasty shit pervert. Well, man, I am. I am. But it's made apparent. Uh, uh, he like is that way because um, he is that way. Uh, and as you did mention, he does make up for it later in his silk leopard robe and thongs. So. So, okay, fast forward back to where he's, you know, okay, we've already talked about how he's he's rented out all these rooms to Victoria, yep. Sandy, Susie, Cindy, Gloria, Pam, and Terry uh, at first. So after all the rooms have been rented to sexy single ladies, mm-hmm. a random British woman, by the way, not British, a really bad British accent, a British woman named Debbie. Bye. Didn't even try. Didn't even try on that one. It's like Angela. It'd be like Jason. It'd be like an odd kid named Jason going to Camp Crystal Lake and being a weirdo. Oh, oh, there's no way you're the same, Jason. Yeah. So, okay. So this random British woman named Debbie begs, she's begging to move in, even though she's going to basically be living in a closet. So. A closet and a body bag. bag, But she's in a body bag and a closet. (laughs) Cut to. Cut to randomly a detective in the car. Just a detective. Now we'll find out what he's doing later, but right now he's just just a detective. I mean, there's no rhyme or reason for it. Now we'll find out that there was a reason for for him doing this, but usually in a real movie, you would uh, have a little more information as to why this person is in this movie for as long as they're in it before they explain it. So there's this detective. Oh, is this what? Where do they flash forward to him? Is he? Is this when he's on the boat? This, no, this is right after she gets the room. It cuts right to the detective. Oh, so the he, friend. Okay, his. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's investigating the he's investigating the home for literally no reason that we think, <laughs> and and so then he sends a PI who's electrocuted in a bathtub and burned out and buried outside in the backyard, which is oh, reminiscent. Which which by the way, which he's not which a detective. By, yes, he is. Well, that's not. Oh, is he? Yes, well, who, he is. Oh, I'm getting a detective, and later on, there's a cop. I'm there's another. That. There's another cop. Yeah, but he's. But, um, so, uh, so, uh, the, but the burying the. We're way. We we have a lot between the guy getting electrocuted. Well, I know, but like so. A whole lot. Um. So he gets buried in the backyard, which was very reminiscent to uh to all a good night, in my opinion. But um. Uh, the, all the gardening and stuff that reminded me a lot of to all a good night. It was always with Debbie. Um, yeah, but so we also have this weird red herring character who's also oh my played, God. who is also played by Hawk Adley slash John Wingate or yes, yeah, whatever his name is. Who cares? The gardener. And he's a, I guess, a, supposed to be a Vietnam vet or something. And you know, I, I, I had a note, and it wasn't to be any disrespectful to anything because I didn't know what was happening. I was like, well, well, No, you, you're not going to be disrespectful. But, His, but I was that like, portrayal was disrespectful. I was like, What is this person with leather clothing and chains? 
with a bandana and a weird voice. Like, I was like, why is, I, I was like, who is this person trying to mock the Vietnam it is War? Not, yeah, no, it and is then, not. Right when I typed that note, though, they said, don't worry about him. He was from Vietnam. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, oh, my see, God. The that was thing awful. is, the thing is, yeah, you pointing that out. And by the way, we're not going to be able to go back and go into every single little stupid thing that happens. But. Yeah, it's not disrespectful for you to say that. It's disrespectful that they had this character. Well, so it's it's their that. fault. It so because so, he's he's, he's like, some yeah. he's some disfigured, like mentally challenged now. Look at uh, my- Looking like he can, like looking like me for the last two weeks because um, I hurt my back. Pubes, someone glued pubes on his chin, and he's still wearing his Vietnam clothes. And I can't ha- believe you and blew also, my mind. That's John Wintergate. That was John yes, Wintergate. Yes, yes. <gasps> I am so fucking. My mind is so literally also, exploding. This is set in 1982. So why in the fuck? Why in the is fuck? This guy still wearing v- like all this Vietnam shit. Okay, that's why, I was, that's why I was like, this is so bizarre because it's 82. And, but, but also he's the gardener, and they're like, oh, he's okay. But but they say but they say something. It's like he's okay, just maybe not around the girls. And it's supposed to be a joke. And it's like, well, no, that was the issue. It's like they're all girls. Except so, for the guy who wants to fuck every one of y'all. I mean, so like, I, like I, I, I'm just trying to hit the the big points, you know. So, because uh, it's all it's all muddled. So I just tried to make it into like bullet points of of things, so it's a little bit cohesive. You know what I mean? Because you could go back and forth all day with this movie, and it and it's it's a mess, no matter what. But <laughs> so. The elect. Uh, let's just say we where we're getting the PI got electrocuted. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't really. We can't go to the PI when we. I'll get. I'll get. I'll get to we've why the PI was two, there. But we've already skipped two other deaths. Luke. Or three deaths. Two deaths. We skipped two deaths. Who? Oh no! Wait, he is the first death actually after. Okay, the, I was about to say, be like, uh, did he I miss something? He is the first death after. Besides, the, besides the, the, yeah, okay. So I'm now, sorry. so now John is, ha, he's having, which one is he having sex with before Victoria? Because she's getting jealous. Is he having sex with Debbie or Cindy? It's one of the blonde ones. Yeah. He's having, the, Cause then you're like, is this a ghost in her sheets or is it a woman? And it is a woman wanting to have sex with him. It's one of the blonde ones. I so just, it's, it's not so Debbie. Who, who cares? It does. That doesn't really matter. But it be, it, it the only Cindy reason. Candy. No, yeah, Candy or I don't know. Whatever. The reason that it's important is because Victoria, who is his IRL uh, wife, you know, and it's his real life wife, um, she is getting jealous. So she has seen him doing his like uh, he's she's she's seen him with his powers. So she gets super interested in that. And so now he's showing his powers to Victoria and she's become obsessed with telekinesis, and then she starts having these bad dreams. And I don't remember in what part of the movie, and it's not her, but I think it might be Cindy or someone that gets out of the shower and then she yeah, turns that, into yeah. Earlier, the, pig, the pig head thing. That part was so, kind of, I, I thought I liked that. There was no purpose so, at all. But So before she has her dream... She has this vision. It's not. It's not her though that that has the pig head. It's it's another girl in the shower. Oh, the, okay. Well, maybe it's Cindy then. Yeah, it is. The but that, and there's no point to the scene except for to do that to to have well, that happen. 
the other but point to the cool. scene is the other point to that scene is like first of all why are you going to walk into a shower that looks like you're going to get black mold in it and shave your goddamn legs or would you get in that shower uh and then like once and then like it looks like a fucking truck stop shower and then no, like, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. that there's I blood everywhere i don't go camping i mean do you think i'm gonna get a no exactly so like they're gonna do all this stuff to the house get it ready and then take a shower and shave your legs in this literal like hepatitis infested shower and, and then, then she I has guess, nightmares i guess like i guess she gets out of the shower and she looks in the mirror and she has this like severed pig's head as her head which is a cool it, i thought it was i thought it was pretty creepy and cool there was really no point except for to show that that it, i think it was more to show that it was the house you know that was doing this like the house there's there's something evil about the house well, at this point we think it's the house right well, and I think it is. I think I, I personally, that's what I got from the whole thing is the house. It's the house. I mean, that like, you know, the Hoffman, the original Hoffmans were doing stuff in the house that mm -mm. might have caused. Mm -mm. We'll get to that then. Can you just hold on? It was not. Uh, the, the, well, I think that they caused it, but I think it became part of the house. I don't. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't really matter. So, um. So Victoria is now obsessed with telekinesis and she's having these dreams. And now we find out that Richard, the detective uh, that was investigating and sent the PI, that he was casing the joint because he was uh, trying to find his ex, who is Cindy, um, who's now living in the boarding house. So he, he shows up and he has a really good quote because he's, a, I mean, one of the worst actors. And this is, I mean, low bar. He goes, what is this, a harem? And then you hear some girl in the background go, no. And then that's he like, goes, yeah. And then he goes, well, shit, because they're having yeah. a pool party. That's pretty. That's that, that's like the like. That's like an iconic like quote. Uh, I mean, that from, sums up the movie. Sums up the movie. Um, and what else is like? Yeah. So he's like, so he's begging Cindy. He wants, because he had asked her to marry him. She didn't, she left. She ran away. So he finds her to try to get her back. And she's basically just like, no. So cut to, I'm going to cut back to Cindy, but it cuts back to yeah, Victoria. Back. Okay. No, I know. But it, it cuts back to Victoria trying to hone her telekinetic abilities. Cause that's an important thing in the movie. Cut back to. Cindy on the beach. Because Ooh, uh, Lord, we are really going forward here. This movie well, I mean, well, I mean, it's, <laughs> if I you want to <laughs> get right down to it, these are the bullet points of the movie. So um, the bullet Cindy's points on, of, the, of the plot, but the reasons you watch it is not what we said for. I know. I thought I thought we would go. I thought we would go into that. But I just figured <laughs> like people might want to have a cohesive like understanding of what this uh, movie is because just follow along. You read three synopses. I mean, they can follow along. <laughs> well, okay. So, well, basically, like all you have to know is like Victoria is having all these weird dreams, but she's also honing her telekinetic abilities, and she's become totally obsessed with it and they've also decided that they want to have a housewarming party i don't know why they think this is a good time to do that and victoria's in a band all of a sudden she's like our band can play but 33 and a third right so but before that uh jim decides to take cindy to the beach and then she just vanishes so she well, just but, vanished. No, I know, but he thinks she does. Oh, I mean, like we see her get hit. Yeah, we, we see him get we, hit in the head, yeah, and then she, she gets, gets yeah. forced in the choked. Head. 
she gets, gets force choked. Yeah, and then clubbed in the head with a rock. And then she gets force walked in and drowned in the beat. They. Which is a really, it's actually a pretty cool scene. I, uh, I'm gonna be real. I liked it. So. Um. However, no one really cares that she's gone because she left a note that said she was gonna get back with Richard. So. There's that. So, uh, the weird gardener is back, um, hanging around. Uh, There's just some scenes where he's hanging around, talking to, not really knowing how to talk to girls. He's never gardening. So, I, I, I don't know what his point is. He's the gardener, but he's never gardening. Have you seen him garden once? I don't know how to garden when I'm wearing leather and chains and a bandana. Facts. So it, at this point, it's a uh, well, it's mostly Debbie that's gardening. Uh, the gardener, quote unquote, is it, it just you know he's just walking around being I don't know what he's doing. So, so now that they're ready to prepare for the housewarming party, right? So, um, Victoria's like, oh, our band can play, blah blah blah. And then she suffers another nightmare, and then she finds her... Oh, she has a cat, and I don't like this part because I don't like it when animals die, but um, she finds her cat, and her cat's dead. So her her cat, Pumpkin, that he had already told her to get rid of, but then she didn't, and well, then now her, and, her and cat's dead in a gift box. It's, like, gifted to her. What's interesting, and rest in peace, Pumpkin. We love you, Pumpkin. You're a sweet old girl. Um... And Pumpkin literally didn't have to get in the head with the hammer more than once, let alone five times. Like, minus stars for that same 100%. Yeah, I didn't really watch it. I that. didn't like that. I closed my eyes. I hated it. I don't, um, I, don't, I don't do that shit. But while it was happening, she was having sex with Jim. Like, right. it kept flashing back to sex in the shower. Which is such a fucking... Like, wh- who, who would be like, yeah, this will be a good idea. Let's cut a, the killing of a cat with a sex scene. People that were into eight millimeter porn, I don't know. My God, it might as well be a snuff film. I mean, for a hundred percent, like what's going on? So, oh, all, the, cool. so all the cool dudes, uh, you know. And by the way, Victoria gets over it pretty quickly because uh, she, I mean, she's she's all she she's been having all these dreams. Gets over it quickly. She's running down the train tracks with that dead cat in a shoebox. No, I mean, <laughs> no, yeah, but I, I'm saying when the when the guys show up for the party, oh. oh, she doesn't have a care in the world. She just shows up to party. I mean, she that's, doesn't care. She's been having these nightmares. That's cocaine. Uh, and I can't remember. <laughs> and I can't remember at what point it is that she's she opens the refrigerator to try to test her telekinetic fuck abilities off. fuck off that's and, the best scene of the whole movie and when she does that um all this stuff gets starts starts coming out at her and you see a hey you see, you see an arm slinging see, a tub yeah. of yogurt on her face yes you see the person in the fridge that's throwing the yogurt at like, her. You, you see, the see arm. like you hear this boing oing 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 like these like clown noises and like <laughs> you literally like let us turn at her like she's like she's going <laughs> and then the fridge opens and all this that's, but if you didn't her. know that's how you uh that's how you use your telekinetic yeah, that's like, how you know, it, like, it works you either have it. You either need a septoplasty. You are struggling <laughs> to survive. You're having a huge orgasm from God, and then that's how you have telekinesis. Harness this power to open a fridge. It slings all the right vegetables at your face, and then all of a sudden, this fucking a human hairy, arm, hairy human arm, will sling strawberry yogurt all over your goddamn face. 
Okay. But, so- oh, but, but, but right before she did that, do you remember what she was practicing on? And it was very phallic. She was practicing huffing and puffing, and she was just like, using her hands. I swear to God, it legitimately looked like she was jerking off a teddy bear, and the teddy bear's oh, arm right. yeah. looked like a fucking purple-headed yogurt slinger with fur. <laughs> okay. She was like gasping. So then we get to the party, the housewarming party. It's going to be a fucking fun time. Even though Pumpkin Zed and Cindy, I mean, well, I guess they think Cindy's fine. So whatever. Rip Pumpkin, rip Pumpkin. Um, so Jim's random college friend is a police officer. All of a sudden, that this this random guy that hadn't been in the movie at all, he shows up and he comes to tell Jim that Cindy's body was found at the beach, and this and, and that this and. is the, and that this is the ten year anniversary of the Hoffman's death. Coincidentally, like first of all, if someone into the occult. Jim and he doesn't should, know. Yeah, know that his house is like an occult, whatever, and he can harness telekinesis. Like he should know this is like a ten year thing. But, but like, he's I like, did, I did scream, laugh, cry at this at, at this scene because after he does oh. that, uh, then some supernatural power takes over and makes him shoot someone at the party and then some himself. Some and it's so when he shoots him, I mean, it is <clears> like I I screamed. <clears throat> Oh, sorry. I thought I hit mute when I coughed. Yeah, he's literally he's like he's like it's like it's like a. Oh, it's okay. Second. It just sounds like Woody Allen. It's like a forty second. Have you know? I, I was watching that documentary about him. I'm sorry to like die like to go off to the to it aside, and he's a piece of shit. But like, have you noticed that like he coughs so much, and then even in his movies, he puts it in there, and it's like that's not cute. It's not cute. It's full of shit. And I, I, I literally thought I hit pause and then I didn't. And I'm like, oh shit, I, I didn't mute. No, but, I mean, I did. I, I didn't. No, mute. no, no. I, I, know, was, yeah. I was not comparing you to Woody. Um, Allen. I'm better than Woody Allen. I just, yes, I'm just not as rich as he was. Well, when you're he died. not. You all, he's not dead. Oh, yeah, I thought he was. No, he's just. He's just been accused of molesting his daughter for years. Okay. Well. We'll follow that story. Rowan, uh, Rowan Farrow, come on, baby. Oh, I love the Rowan Farrow tapes. I Ooh, watch him all the time. Rowan Farrow, God, I wish he was straight. He, oh, <gasps> he's on my team. He's he date he's dating um uh fucking uh uh he's dating the guy that does uh podcasts uh that political podcast show that's really popular. John, he has the same name as the guy that was on SNL. Ugh. Love it. John Lovett, yeah. Oh! Yes, that's his boyfriend. Not John Lovett from SNL. John Lovett from... um, They kind of look the same, which they're going to be... Do you know who I'm talking about, though? They're going to be boyfriend twins. But do you know know who I'm talking about? Like, John that John Lovett? What's the show? Like, Podcast America? It's the... He used to work in the White House... Catch and Kill? Oh, that's a book. No, it's uh, he's it, like John Lovett. This John Lovett used to work in the White House under Obama administration, and he does um, he does like a really famous podcast. Uh, damn it, what's it called? Um, Pod and Save America. And he's kind, and he's kind of fat, and he's cute. Um, Love it or leave it. He does he that that's his show, but he originally was on he did that came from the other one that he was doing. Um but that yeah, no, that is Love It or Leave It is John Love It, yeah. Pod Save America is all I can Pod Save America, yeah. That's Oh, I thought I said that you didn't respond. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that that's Ron Farrow's boyfriend. So 
so then though the cop, sorry so that was way back, far away back to the cop he's like like shaking and like trying to resist this force that's making him turn his gun on himself and he's screaming like it's this shrilly like ah, ah. it's if you've seen sleep or sorry if you've seen slumber party massacre 2 and you've uh, seen uh, the girl Sally with a chain or a drill to her face um, at the wall. This is what it sounds like. It's like a 30 second nonstop screaming. And then, of course, he does take his own life. Um, but it really is supernatural murder. And then randomly, Pam, who cares? I mean, there's a Pam. I mean, uh, what? Pam argues with Debbie. And oh, then she. But, but, and then she before before Pam argues with Debbie, um, we have to do our, the gardener who randomly. Oh right, right. Sorry. He, he yeah, walks. Yeah. He hears everybody's. He hears this kerfuffle with the cop and that other girl, and he just starts running. And all of a sudden, he runs to the screen and gets like face plants, and he gets stabbed in the chest with something. Yeah, and then Pam argues with Debbie, and then claws her own eyeballs out. <laughs> Actually, that that's that's before the gardeners found stabbed no, to death by the police. No, no, no. He wasn't. Well, no, he was. Well, stabbed. No, no, he was stabbed, but he was found after. Yeah, he was stabbed. And then Pam thing. And after the Pam thing happened, the gardener stumbles out onto the pool scene alive. Right. with the And so then, shocker, Debbie is the is the Hoffman daughter. Are you ah! shocked? I'm not. I mean, plot twist, the pizza stuff crust. Um, she plot had an twist, Angela is Angela. I, I mean, mean, yeah, it's like, okay. And she had an incestual relationship with her dad and kill, and she was actually the one that killed Mr. and Ms. Hoffman. So you, you, yeah, you say, so she did that. You totally overlooked that because she's talking to their band manager, um, of, you know, paying. Like, why, and why is she talking to him? Like, he's not even a character. It's just like, just someone else to kill whatever but but she's always she has this whole diatribe like oh daddy why yeah, you do yeah. this to me daddy oh daddy and you know what so you're like what the it, fuck is going usually on? that would wow. seem like the creepiest thing of all time but it was so dumb i couldn't if even find could, it creepy if you could act i mean yeah, i was just like this is like I've the literally dumb. heard people call daddy and porn more realistic than this i mean uh, and they what? weren't their daddy. They weren't their daddy. It wasn't sexy and it wasn't creepy. It was nothing. It was, it was just nothing. like I, I felt nothing about it. Wasn't it wasn't realistic at all. She was because I, I wrote my original note was why is this Debbie girl calling this man band manager daddy? What the fuck is happening? And then I wrote, oh my god, is there like some kind of weird incest happening? <laughs> like, <laughs> so so then uh, we give Jim and Victoria banding together. Uh, they have a psychic battle with Debbie, which is dumb as fuck. It's just, oh my god! It's literally a sniff fest or a Lamaze fest. It's, a <gasps> it's, it's like it's like bring it yeah. It's like bring it on for coke enthusiasts. <laughs> and then basically, uh, you after that you get the typing thing again. It's the house burned down. Debbie's body was never found. Jim is now a literally stops. Yeah, and 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 it literally just tells you this. Like that's why I'm saying it like this. The house burned down. Debbie's body was never found. Jim is now a programmer, and Victoria is a is a successful singer. Right. Okay. The end. Bye. That's the end of the movie. So, uh, I guess I'll give a few little like facts that I found. I. Who cares, I guess. Um, well, before we get to the real facts, just a couple of things. Um, 
when we're trying to like get the ambiance of the house and we're all being introduced with like, is the house, whatever. And then what we just basically said, it, I don't know that it ethnically was the house. It's always been Debbie. I think she, she's, she is the house and the house is Debbie and like she, whatever, like she's the reason with this whole incestual abuse and just her, like, I think anyway, but there's this one scene that uh, when we don't really know what's going on, one of the girls is going to light her cigarette on the stove top. And in my opinion, mm-hmm. yeah. it would have been a great scene to have the stove ignite and burn her face. However, however, uh, John Wintergate so- wants to have a fucking ice pick dance around on the counter instead. John Wintergate, um, and and by the way, when we say that him and he and his wife Colossu or whatever were in terror on tour, they played Mod Boy and Mod Girl. So I Mod mean, Boy, this, this isn't right. like, and also Terror on Tour. As much as the cover of that movie looks cool, it's not a good movie. Like Kiss so, or something, yeah. I mean, it's 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 like I got I had such high hopes for it, but Ugh. anyway. I'm but sure we'll I'm sure we'll yeah. end up covering it, but um, yeah. And then when when John or John. Jim. Jim is his name in the movie, but John and whatever. The very first sex Fuck. scene. Yeah. It's it's that very first sex scene, especially as like thirsty and like horny as he is. It that whole sex scene, it was like, you know, it was like 30 seconds under the covers. You don't see shit. But it looks like what two virgin was would describe as having sex, never having seen it or done it. Like it's it's hardcore bouncing and writhing. All I kept waiting for was like his it to go in the wrong way and his dick to like bend and break. They were literally like it was it was circ to so fuck. I mean it was it was it was aggressive. But under the it was it was aggressive. Uh. <laughs> oh I mean the, oh. the whole movie is uh but what about the scene where we I, talked I will about say, the gardener? Let me, well, let me say one more thing about the pig head scene because I actually really, honestly, do oh yeah, I have a whole I thing really, about the pig head really scene. Like, That's what I'm about to go into. The only thing I was go- <laughs> the only thing I was going to say is that I think it's hilarious that before the pig head, that the blood drips from the walls. She thrusts her breasts into the shower door. And then she imagines she's been turned into a pig woman, but that was the best effect in the movie. That was. I mean, I, I mean, I know it was kind of like dumb, but it looked it. It was a creepy. That whole thing, and then that was the prelude to her dream, where like that hairy, bloody arm comes through the mattress. But then, like, was it you know, Cindy or who? Who was it that was? It's that not. Was, it was Victoria. No, it wasn't. It was a who blonde was, girl. The one who had the dreams. No, the one that thought she was a pig. Maybe it was. I don't. know. It was know. Victoria. I believe you. I thought it was one of the blondes. I thought it was the first blonde girl that was having sex with John. No, it's Victoria. That's or the whole whatever thing. Is that, whatever she's having is the, she's having Jim. these visions and she's having these visions and these dreams, and then that alludes to her then having this power. Uh, there is a blonde that like I mean, who who knows because no, they well, really no, the, they well they do try to like with not all the girls but some of them they try to they try to give them some kind of like there are some of the characters that they try to give like. They try to flesh them out, but it doesn't work. So, so like the, the one character that he's never attracted to 
at is the first, Asian girl. The Asian girl is like randomly. She there. comes out of nowhere for one yeah. scene, but yeah. no, there's this Victoria. He doesn't. He's training this other girl to be a fucking telekinetic person but victoria has the power innately so that's the whole point of her dream her visions all these things then she you know she goes from this bloody arm coming through the mattress then she's in a cemetery in the woods then she gets drugged into this 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 like grave site and then boom it's a dream but then in the dream she's also attacked by this herself wearing a pig's head bloody it's disgusting it's gross um yeah, so like I think that was just setting up for the fact that she is stronger than we think, and she does end up being the one to help Jim defeat Debbie at the end be- with their sniff-off battle. That's true. Uh, but that's- what, the, the, I, I know a lot of this movie doesn't make any fucking sense, but the one scene that makes zero sense to me, like like the worst scene of, of all scenes, Debbie is sitting there in... The hot tub. And then there's this first person POV, which you finally realize based on seeing like some black leather and chains, it's the gardener's POV. And she just like looks at him with bulging eyes. And then she kind of like just like stares at him a lot, like angrily. She never breathes. She just stares at him. And then it oh, it's over. He doesn't die. He comes back. Nothing happens with this scene. Like what right. the fuck was that scene? Well, that was, that was when my husband left the room. Well, it, it, I mean, you know what? And the thing is that he could have left the room and come back, and what? And it wouldn't have he it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> so I mean, like, one hundred percent, he yeah, wouldn't 100%. have missed anything. So there isn't, there is not much stuff. I'm just gonna say a few things. Okay, what we got? What one we got? is that? Okay, so we're he. I don't, maybe I already said this, but the budget was ten thousand dollars. Okay, shot on shittio. This dude, John, when whatever, Jim when, or John Wintergate. No, his real name. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the VHS that says Hawk Adley. Um, this dumbass spent thirty five thousand dollars to blow the movie up to thirty five millimeters. To give it a very limited release in a handful of theaters on one day, October 21st, 1983. This dude spent $35,000 to put this movie out on one day in like six theaters. But it's the first horror movie to do that. Because no one would ever be dumb enough to do that. <laughs> well, well, have you... Did you see? Then, his face? I just see you a picture. Did you see his face? That's who's dumb enough to do it. <laughs> yeah, true facts. And well, I, and and I do want to listen. I have not done it, but I think and I I really do not want to watch the two and a half hour director's cut, even though it was supposed to be a. Well, see, it was. I kind of want to too because it was I supposed to be a. To. Co- I don't want to, but I will. Oh well, no, I know. It's like, it, but <laughs> the thing is that it was. It was supposed to be a comedy horror. The idea he conceived the idea in 1978. Wow. And the distributor cut out most of the comedy scenes. And what I've heard from uh, Nathan, who is on The Hysteria Continues, and he loves this movie, um, he said it's a lot of like those, like just, you know, cut, like maybe scenes that would make, maybe scenes that would make us like it. You know, I don't know. We we like the shitty camaraderie fun scenes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so who knows? And I, but what I would really like to do, and I, I usually do not like listening to commentary. I just, it's just, 
you know, I maybe my like I'll do it for Boogie Nights and stuff like my favorite movies or depending on who's doing the commentary. Right. Um, but he John went uh, John Wink, whatever. What's his name? Uh, Hulk, Hulk Adley. What? What the fuck ever? I mean, he's he does the commentary on. Yeah, he does audio. Okay, yeah. Disc two has the uh, the director's cut audio commentary with director and star John Wintergate, actress Kalasu, Mother of Dragons, Breaker of Chains. So it's them, and then some, <laughs> and then and then the guy that that like put the the guy from the company that put the movie out. I think I might want to do that tonight actually, because I would really love to hear because I've heard, Oh yeah. I kind of like a while back. I kind of was like looking into this and I think now like they really are into like new age stuff and they have some like weird, uh, I don't know. They do some weird like new age shit now. Like they have a company. Who's they? John 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 Wintergate. Oh Lord! Oh God! Are we really going to get involved with them? Uh, yeah. Okay, we'll do it. We'll do it. Uh, I'll do it. I mean, why not? Why not for the fun of it? Um, like, and I don't know where I heard this, but oh wait, here we go. Okay, listen, Lightstorm, Lightstorm music and books. Oh my God. Oh, I, I, oh my God! It's a picture of them now. She looks good, and you she, know what? Yeah, she does look good. And I, also, I, I, I will say, that. I will say that, like, um, although the movie's terrible, I, I thought that I don't think she's a terrible actress, and I think uh, that. But I, well, okay, I think she's charismatic. I think that oh, she's, she's a like she's charismatic. A, yeah, she's like a really likable person. I feel. Oh, I think so too. I think okay, she's that she's, late. Yeah, I don't want to say final girl, but she's got. No, she gives, off, she gives off vibes though that you you like and, her. And let's yeah, go so. ahead and say that like that. Yes, we usually do slashers like straight up slashers, and this is not supernatural your slasher. typical slasher killer party. But, but but this is yes, this is a supernatural slasher. So I mean, yeah. here, so here, here, here's where I I went to their website. Now his name is John Nima. Who? What? John, what? What? No, he's, he's changed his name again. John, uh, yeah, John Nima and Colossu Wintergate, internationally known as Lightstorm, have devoted their entire lives. Wait, to they have they have they have a team name. Just shut up and let me read it. <laughs> That's wait. Is Lightstorm their team name? Well, you're about to figure out what they are. Oh, what? I'm about to. Re- I'm reading it. Internationally known as Lightstorm have devoted their entire lives to singing and bringing joy to people all over the world. <laughs> By the constant practice of controlling and silencing the mind, they have connected with the ultimate truth of many aspects of this creation, creation with a capital C. Through this truth, 15 music albums as well as 8 books flowed through them. With these books and albums, they have shared their own personal life and mystical experiences since 1968 with the Avatar three, 
Wait, the Avatar is three Sathy uh, saw Baba. Oh my God. Through simple and practical methods that can be incorporated into daily life, Janima and Kalasu have hmm. always shared new ways of finding joy and happiness through daily life experiences, relationships, and inner conflicts. They write, speak, and sing of the underlying unity in all and of the unconditional love and divine light that flows into each heart from the one primal source of creation with a capital C. This knowledge has always guided every breath and every step of their lives, which are imbued with love, inner peace, and quiet bliss. Quiet bliss. Lightstorm or Janima and Kalasu <laughs> have presented thousands of workshops, retreats, music shows, and seminars on every continent around the world. I bet they didn't go to Antarctica. They are highly sought after, and uh, they, they are highly sought after as speakers at universities, spiritual retreats, and youth conferences by many different community organizations. They will forever continue to uplift consciousness and inspire all wherever they go. Then in all caps, it says, close your eyes a moment and now ask yourself, where do you begin and where do you end? Where does that movie begin and where does that movie end? Well, and I would, I, I, I doubt they're that expensive. So I would like to hire them. I would, for, I would do like, it just see, let's, let's do it. Just a workshop and they show up yes. and it's just me and it's just you and me. Oh my God. 100%. Cause you, cause you know, Jeff, Jeff, and Jeff would just be like, fuck you. As long as there's, as long as there's whiskey, he'll be there. So we're cool. He'd be oh like, you may, no, we can't tell him they made Boarding House because then he'd be like, I'm not doing no, this. No, we wouldn't tell him. We would just tell him that we're going to a <laughs> horror thing and there's whiskey and that's all we got to tell him. <laughs> I mean, he'll be cool. All right. Uh, well, I, I'm really, you know what? I know that was long, but I think it was really worth it. It was worth it because like at the end of the day, okay, here's my rating. I'm going to give this movie, I don't know yet, either a half a star or one star. I'm going to give it a, a point. Uh, eh, no, I'll give it a one. I'd watch. So, I, I would. I would watch again. It's not going to be anytime soon. But actually, you yeah. know what? It might be because I, well, wanna watch, I. I really, really, really want to watch the the commentary because I want to see the commentary. These people are out to fucking lunch. They are out of yes. Yeah, they're at, they are out lunch, to lunch. There are some without fucking light bulbs and like, I mean, like yes, yes. So this is probably the lowest rated movie that you have heard us discuss. So I do like that. We still gave it the same length and attention to the ones that we do love because while we don't love this, we also didn't just shit all over it. We still talked about the fun things about it. I mean, don't you think? And you know what? Hey, hysteria continues specifically, Nathan, <laughs> I, I, I like, you know, I, they listen, you know, he listens and he loves boarding house. And, um, do you I think Russell this... Todd listens. Do you think that hysteric? No, well, I know us? they actually do. I talk. Oh my them. God. Do they really? Yes. I am fangirling right now. Oh my God. Oh I don't know God, if they oh listen. To all... They played our promo on one of their shows. I thought there's just a promo for like, for like last week or something. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Yes. Nathan. Yes. So Nathan, Nathan, this is all for you. And whenever we do, and whenever we do get the money to, to uh, hire them to do a retreat, you're invited. Oh, they better come. I cannot wait to listen to this commentary though. Cause this is going to be some new age bullshit.
you saw his crystal necklace and girl, I'm going to start cutting holes in my thongs on the front. Where my bush can just pop on through and I'm going to have a, I'm going to sit cross-eyed or cro- uh, you know, crisscross. You're going to sit, you're going to sit cross-eyed. I'm going to sit cross-eyed and do alcohol. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to sit there and I'm going to try to move shit because we didn't even talk about him moving soap across the thing. Anyway, okay. stay gagged on, Psychosymmetric uh, screens of black gloves. Stay gagged on. <laughs> what do you think we should God. stay gagged on? Oh, I don't know. Stay Fuck gagged. It. I, I really, I actually don't know. I can't. Stay- I, 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 some crystals and like uh, some yogurt that that someone throws at you for that. Li- someone that, someone that lives inside the fridge and throws yogurt, yogurt at your face. The fridge gnome. And P.S. There are no Ouija boards in this movie, which people might be shocked about, right? Uh, I mean. No, if that, if, well, if that's if that's the least of your worries, if that's what you're shocked about, but stay gagged on girls, girls, girls to rub bachelor's paradise. All right, see you later. Bye, everybody. In every dream home, a heartache, and every step I take takes me further from heaven. Is there a heaven? I'd like to think so Standards of living They're rising daily But home, oh sweet home It's only a saying from bell push to faucet In smart town apartment The cottage is pretty The main house a palace Penthouse perfection But what goes on? What to do there? Better pray there Open plan living Bungalow ranch style All of its comforts Seem so essential I bought you mail order My plain wrapper baby Your skin is like vinyl The perfect companion You float in my new pool Deluxe and delightful Inflatable doll My role is to serve you Disposable darling Can't throw you away way now Immortal and life-size My breath is inside you I'll dress you up daily 
and keep you till death sighs Inflatable doll Lover ungrateful I blew up your body But you blew my mind Oh, my God. 